Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. Hey, we've got a lot of really cool things going on. I just want to mention to everyone, we're going to be kicking off the Holistic Makeover. We have selected the winners, and we are working with those folks, bringing them together as a team and so forth. What a great, great way for us to kick off this particular part of the year. Joining me again today, Mr. Benny Mathers. What's up? And we got Mr. Val, Ms. Valerie hanging on in the other room. We're going to be talking with them today as well. But coming back to the show is Dr. Pat Webster. Uh, she is the author of, and I've got it right here in front of me, uh, this is kind of cool. We're going to get to this in a minute. Winning at Love, the Alpha Male's Guide to Relationship Success. But we're going to talk to her about the Alpha Female again today. So this conversation about what it means to be an Alpha Male and why do we have to have a guide to relationships? Just so you know a little bit uh, about uh, Dr. Pat Webster, I just want to tell everybody she has worked with both Alpha Males and Females and their mates in her private psychological therapy practice. She is out of Chapel Hill, North Carolina, a really cool place. And she's also somebody that is watching the growth and the connection between alpha males, alpha females, their mates, and what this all means in terms of having a successful relationship. Today, we're going to define what an alpha male and an alpha female is and, you know, what what we should know. And I think that's the key. You know, these are terms that we give people in our society, uh, terms that help describe a certain set of behavior. Dr. Pat, thank you for joining us here today. It's great to have you back. You're welcome. I'm, I'm excited to be back. We had so much fun last time, and I know today we'll be too. So uh, let's start out with a conversation about the categorization, because we didn't touch on that very much last time, okay. and I think it's really good to do. Because <clears throat> some people say, ah, we don't like to put people in boxes. Mm. But sometimes we look for a way to describe behavior mm. that doesn't necessarily belittle people. And okay. so I want to start out by talking about this, because when you say alpha male, and alpha female, people look at that as, oh, no, they are like, no, that's that's not good. And I want to talk about that between alpha and betas and what each has, what they each bring to the table. And thank you for joining us today. Sure. Well, we think, um, I mean, some things we do sort of put in boxes, Mm -hmm. and we think that we think that the alpha trait is a genetically endowed trait. And actually, most alphas are pretty proud to be an alpha. And if you look at the world out there, uh, that's what people value. Uh, and we know in our male culture, in the United States at least, men who are not alpha are socialized very early to act like an alpha or they're not going to be successful. So alphas in the animal, in, in our genetic origins in the animal kingdom, are the dominant members of the pack. And, for example, in the wolf pack, that there is an alpha female and male leader, and they're usually the most dominant. And we think that the reason that nature created 
about 40% of the animal and human population at, to be alphas is because the world can be a dangerous place. So the function of the alpha in the wolf pack is to help provide by being strong, powerful hunters and by moving the pack uh, where the hunting is and also protecting more vulnerable members of the pack, like nursing females and the younger ones. And we find in our human culture, our human society, alphas do the same thing. They're often the major breadwinners, and now we see women doing this more and more as well. And they're also our major protectors, like our firefighters, our military, our police. So their 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 job is to provide for and protect. Now, what that means, the, the bottom dividing line, the bottom default question about what is an alpha is that an alpha would be willing to kill to protect themselves and others. Uh-huh. Now, when I give my workshops, and usually it's in a room full of alpha with a few betas, you know, the alphas will kind of shrug their shoulders and hold their hands palm up and go, well, who wouldn't? And hmm. the betas will go, ooh, I don't know if I could do that. Wow, that is such an interesting question because as you said it, um, and many people perceive, perceive me as an alpha female. Mm-hmm. And when you just asked that question, I was really clear that that mm-hmm. is not something I would do. Mm-hmm. I didn't even have to think about it. Wow. Isn't wow. that, is that, am I a little strange? No, I don't think so. My um, <laughs> deceased co-author, Marty, was married to a beta, mm-hmm. and he called her a beta with a backbone of steel. So <laughs> while betas may mm-hmm. not be willing to kill to protect, mm. they can also set very firm, clear boundaries and have straight spines. Betas, in general, tend to think more about uh, about other people as well as themselves. They tend to be less competitive. Mm. They, ten- they tend to be more system-oriented. They tend to be more attentive to the feelings of others. Uh, they don't need to be the leader all the time as alphas often do, betas are very content often if somebody else is a good leader in charge. You know, what's interesting about what we're talking about is, you know, I have a friend of mine that said to me once, you don't actually know how you're going to behave unless you're really pinned against the wall. I'm just saying that metaphorically pinned against the wall in many ways, meaning pinned against the wall in a competitive uh, right. work environment, right. which, of course, I've already demonstrated that I was not willing to, uh, you know, collect body bags for my right. own personal success. That's why I'm no longer um, at the job I was at. Mm-hmm. But but that, but then there's the question of, you know, if I'm holding my child yeah. and my child is in jeopardy, right. how far will I go? That's right. where we get, I think, into interesting conversation, don't we? Yes. So how far would you go? Mm, well, I honestly... I wouldn't, uh, the first thing that comes to mind for me is I would exhaust all possible creative solutions. So that's like the first thing that comes to mind as opposed to I will pick up that gun. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That is like, I don't know where that is. But the first thing that comes to mind with for me is I will do everything in my power close to that. But it, but I don't go right to that. So would I let my child be harmed? And I would have to say no, I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't. Well, you know, we find that alphas 
the, the, the best alphas are ones like yourself who grew who grow up in a well socialized community. In fact, in fact, that is the difference between an alpha who will be a strong protector in the world and yet yet not harm others unless they have to versus an alpha that turns into a jerk or even worse goes <laughs> into crime. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, I'm a black belt in karate and have studied the karate masters. And, you know, the what I learned as I studied those karate masters is they're very much like yourself. They will exhaust every other means. But if they have to fight to protect their lives, they will. And the more, the higher they go up the rank, the less necessary it is to fight because they broaden their uh, avenues for self-protection or other protection in ways other than fighting or killing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, this is really kind of a conversation. Last time we talked quite a bit about the alpha male, and this time we're going to talk about the alpha female. For those of you that are just tuning in, Dr. Pat Webster is joining me here, and, you know, the the co-author of the book, Winning at Love. And really, this is really the context of the conversation, Winning at Love. And that's something that I believe people want to do universally. I don't think I don't think you ever hear somebody say, well, maybe you do in your practice. But I don't think we walk around saying, oh, you know, like, I really want to lose it love today right yeah i, well, I just want to like oh like that's right yeah and that is what it's about and you know i remember when i was grousing to marty years and years ago about uh some difficult thing i was having to do in my marriage and he said look pat how many people do you know out there who can successfully create and and succeed in the business world i said lots said, how many people do you know who really have a, a successful relationship ongoing over time? And I went, not too many. That's right. With, with their divorce rate now over 50% for first marriages, worse for second and third marriages. And I just read a piece of research um, last week that said that um, somebody, somebody who's in a successful marriage at age 50 that, that the presence of that is more a more likely predictor of being alive and healthy at age 80 than are other variables such as cholesterol, et cetera. Okay, so we're going to talk about this when we come back from break, okay. but I've got something to share with you that is okay. going to talk exactly to this issue. All right. And I'm going to share it. Because I had a conversation with my Uncle Ralph. I've, now, I've had my Uncle Ralph on the show when he gave away his fabulous, fabulous Italian eggplant parmesan. But I want to I want to talk to you. My Uncle oh. Ralph and my Aunt Lee are coming up on an anniversary here real oh. soon. And you don't get any more alpha than my Uncle Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't push my Aunt Lee around either. When oh. we come back, I want to just share what that anniversary is. Okay. And I'm going to share how old they are. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. If you've got questions, want to get on here and talk with us, 1-800-930-2819 is our toll-free number. We'd love to take your calls, take your questions. When we come back, we'll be talking about the role that love or reading at love plays. And what are alpha females and how do they? adapt to the world of creating this village of alpha and betas we'll be right back unsure if your diet is getting the essential vitamins and minerals needed to function optimally eat the rainbow 
Every color provides your body with different nutrients and phytochemicals, chemicals found in plants. A poor diet lacking the recommended nutrients combined with a sedentary lifestyle can lead to developing risk factors for chronic diseases like obesity, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, and cancer. Each day, try to eat at least five different colors of fruits and vegetables. For example, dark green leafy vegetables, kale, collard greens, and deep orange-colored fruits and vegetables, apricots, sweet potatoes, carrots, are excellent sources of vitamin A. Fruits and vegetables contain fiber, which can encourage weight loss goals by helping to control hunger. This tip has been brought to you by Danica Ofelt, RDCD, specializing in weight loss and disease prevention using a non-diet approach at Access Wellness Center, Real Healing Naturally. Call today, 425-251-6625 to book your customized nutrition counseling appointment. Are you ready for a joyful and successful realty experience? Today's real estate market is challenging, complex, and constantly changing is one of the best times in years to buy or sell a home. But you'll need to find the right person to help you on your journey. One who understands the opportunities and will make this the best experience of your life. Kathy Stauff is just that person. An experienced real estate agent who knows the pitfalls, can spot the red flags, and guide you to a successful, positive purchase or sale. Kathy Stauff can spot the real deals, saving you time chasing a listing only to find it's not available. Known as the positive real estate agent, Kathy will make your next sale or purchase easy fun and successful start this journey with positive energy call kathy at 206-276-1070 that's 206-276-1070 or visit positivepathhome.com positivepathhome.com for the most positive realty experience of your life are you in constant pain and tired of taking pain pills? At Holistique Medical Center, our physicians listen, examine, and find the root cause of your pain. Comprehensive, non-invasive, scientific, and energy-based natural therapies do exist to treat your pain and its root cause. Contact Holistique Medical Center to transform your life. Call 425-451-0404 or on the web at drdarvish.com. That's D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. Are you dealing with a chronic problem and don't know where to turn for help? Ready for a new approach? Without pills, diets, or workouts. For weight loss, stress, anxiety, depression, or whatever else is ailing you, call Access Wellness Center in Renton for real healing naturally. Call 425-251-6625 or online at accesswellnesscenter.com for an appointment today. Take advantage of the free 15-minute consultation and other specials for you and your family. Access Wellness Center in Renton, real healing naturally. Mr. Alpha Male himself, David Bowie. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio Thrive By. We've got Dr. Pat Webster joining us here today. Great conversation. Last time we really talked with Benny about winning at love, the Alpha Male's Guide to Relationship Success. We're going to bring Valerie in on this conversation as well. Um, Dr. Pat, before the break, I mentioned that I talked to my Uncle Ralph. He's actually been on the show. He actually shared his um, his gluten-free uh, eggplant parmesan. He didn't call it gluten-free, but he shared, you know, the recipe for fabulous eggplant parmesan last time he was on, and we're going to bring him back. 
because there's a very special time that is is about to happen in August with both my aunt and my uncle. Now, let me just tell you how old they are. My aunt and my uncle, I believe they're both 91 and they're both going to turn 92, but she's older than him by like, I forget what it is, a couple days or a month. So she says she like robbed the cradle. So we got (laughs) that going on. And um, they are about to celebrate their 70th anniversary together. That's awesome. Exactly. incredible. It is. And so my uncle... You don't get any more alpha than my Uncle Ralph. Like, give some examples of his alpha. Well, from from when I was a little, when you know, he, my, both of them used to come to all my concerts. I mean, they're like, uh-huh. I'm almost like their child. They don't have any children. So uh-huh. I just want to say that. Um, and so I'm very close to them. And they call me Patricia. Mm. But my uncle was, oh, I, I always looked at him as this very, strong um i can't describe it i mean he is the italian t-shirt and you know always loud you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. if the, he is he was very active politically in fort collins speaks his word doesn't take any bs and so those are the things that i put in alpha male yeah. uh and i don't know if that's true but then there's the side of him and i just got a video my cousin albert sent me a video um, uh, uh, that he found, and and here's my uncle Ralph watering his tomato plants in the backyard, right? Okay, and so I don't know how to you know describe him, but I will tell you that if I took your definition mm-hmm. that said you know would you actually defend yourself and kill you know right? Yeah, there's no question in my mind yeah. that he would do that yeah. he, to to the end. He would defend everyone and everything he loved. Yeah, and you feel very safe around him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So here these two are. Yes. I think that's an example of two things. That's an example of a very well-socialized alpha. (laughs) And it's also an example of the longevity that really good relationships Mm -hmm. often give rise to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's such a sweet story. It's a sweet story. But I shared something else with you that we don't really, I don't see any of my friends do this at all. I, we don't do it. I don't know why they do it, but I'm going to ask you why, because this is going to help us understand the relationship between alpha and beta. And I don't know that my Aunt Lee is a beta, but mm-hmm. she is traditional, meaning mm-hmm. that my uncle, when it worked, when he came home, dinner was on the table. She did all the traditional things that a housekeeper does. Yeah. So I don't really know how to talk about her. But I will tell you, you never, even when he tells her to be quiet, you do not <laughs> silence this woman. Uh-huh. And he does. He tells yeah. her, Lee, you don't know what you're talking about. And uh-huh. she just keeps on going. And so here's the thing. Called him yesterday, right? Yes. My Aunt Lee picked up because they moved from mm-hmm. Fort Collins to South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So... Called him yesterday. My Aunt Lee picks up and I say, hey, Aunt Lee. She says, wait a minute. Wait a minute. (laughs) She says, who is this? I said, this is Patricia because that's what they call me. Yeah. Wait a minute. We were just talking about you and you can hear her scream. Ralph, pick up the phone. (laughs) She's like, pick up the phone. And then all of a sudden she says, wait a minute. He can't make it to the other phone. I'm going to give him this phone. She wouldn't talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. Until both of them were on the phone. Yeah. Well, I think that would be two things. One, I think it's generational, because I know 
uh, a lot of older people, that was just what you did. When mm. family calls, everybody's involved. But really? Further, for, yeah. Wow. But furthermore, I think it's also just a sign of one of the things that you also told me about them is that they have a great deal of mutual respect and inclusion. And, in fact, we find well-socialized alphas are willing. They, they, can, they don't need to be competitive with their partners mm. that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, a beautiful. Oh, they're they're the, the best. Of yeah, that. they're it's the best. So sweet. Yeah, yeah. I have, we and, have to. We're all trying to figure out a way to get them some Italian food for like their anniversary. Oh, because they live now in like a what do you call it? It's not assisted living quite. Like a retirement community. Like a retirement community, but all their foods are taken care of. Uh-huh. And when I asked him about Italian food, he was just like cursing all up and down. So we're going to try to get him some uh, some. Uh, he wants ravioli. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So I want to ask you about about this in the context of them, and I want to fast forward to today, mm-hmm. to the challenges that relationships run into. So what are some of the challenges that an alpha female might run into? What are some of the obstacles that alpha females may have in having loving relationships? Okay. Well, first of all, some of the challenges are the same for both. Uh, and that is that they can both be, they both male and female can be very high achievers, very my way or the highway, or they can take up so much airspace in the family with their own lofty goals and high expectations that they can sometimes drive themselves and their families to exhaustion. Mm. Um, or they're always trying to say, I know what's best for you, let me fix it. Um, so that's, that's, that's something that they both bring to the table. Now, one of the, one of the assets that all women, both alpha and beta, have over men, which is not over, it's overcome, but one of the assets that, that women have is that, that we neuronally are, neurologically are wired to be able our feelings and our thinking mm-hmm. and articulate those. And and so they that's that's an asset that they bring to a relationship. Women in the workplace tend to befriend, tend and befriend each other more than men do. Mm. Um, however, if you get behind a bedroom door and an alpha female is threatened, she can be just as mean and vicious, if not well socialized, like your uncle Ralph. And I don't know, I don't have enough information about your aunt Leah. Mm-hmm. But uh, unless she watches her own alpha tendencies, she can be just as vicious and sometimes more vicious with, you know, women's tongues are famous for uh, cutting and slicing in the, in, the, in the wrong, you know, situation. So, um, actually, and, and actually, alpha females often, I think, bring more assets to the table because women are socialized to be more relationship-oriented. Now, the dating scene, yeah. that's a different issue. All right. Let's talk dating. Because, first of all, um, and I'll tell you a story about myself. Um, I, I'm a widow and of nine years. I'm now in a really good relationship of over a year. But two years ago, I decided to get on eHarmony. And you know how they... 
throw you all these eHarmony, you know, profiles. Yes. And I was following up on them very arduously. And I said to a couple at different times, a couple of men friends of mine, I said, you know, I don't get it. These guys are getting my profile just like I'm getting theirs, and they're not calling me. And both of them in their own way said, Pat, did you think, did it ever occur to you that you could intimidate many men? And I went, no. They said, well, you're a Ph.D., you have the captain's license, you sail your boat single-handed, you have a black belt in karate, you're writing a book. I went, well, aren't they out there living their lives full bore, too? And they said, not all of them as full bore, and women like you can be very threatening. Betty, so, what do you think about I, that? I'd be extremely intimidated. Yeah. I will be honest. <laughs> he is like Sydney. He's Seriously. got his arms crossed. Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> you should see his body language. <laughs> he's standing up over yeah. He's got his arms yeah. crossed. <laughs> Next profile. Oh, dear. Next profile. Yeah. Well, you know, and that... <laughs> What did he say? What profile? He said next. Next profile. Next profile. <laughs> That's right. He hit the next profile button. <laughs> I mean that right. lovingly. <laughs> but you know, the po- I mean, the point is, and I, I, I gave a workshop for um, women over of over age fifty five, and the title of it was uh, the title of the conference was the Goldilocks syndrome. When, mm. just, when are you reaching too high? When are you settling for too little? And when are you getting it just right? And my workshop was for women 55 and older, uh-huh. and it was called Goldilocks 50 Years Later, Do I Really Want a Bear of My Own? <laughs> and, and, and what came out was that very issue, that many of these women were, you know, fully in their power at age 50 and beyond, and were not, and if they were single, but through widowhood, divorce, or whatever, were not being chosen because we can be intimidating. And some behavioral scientists are saying that men have not taken the same leap into accepting women in full partnership in the same ways that women have evolved to become full and strong partners in the world, not secondary, as in your Aunt Leah's generation. Right. So often alpha females don't get chosen because we are intimidating. Yeah. And then we start to go, well, what's the matter with me? Oh, let's talk about that when we come back from break. I I want that Valerie to come in here, Valerie, because I want to hear your point of view from this. Uh, uh, How do stereotypes affect our love and love relationships? And then what happens after we do get in relationships? Dr. Patricia Webster joining us here today. Uh, The book is called Winning at Love, the Alpha Male's Guide to to, to Relationship Success. We're talking about alpha women today because we spent a lot of time talking about alpha men and can you not be alpha and still be at the top of the organization we'll be right back with the dr pat show ready to manifest your heart's desire want to know the secret to navigating life's in between times with confidence and skill ready set manifest with life coach debbie lacy offers real tools to coach yourself through the in-betweens and leaps in life say goodbye to being stuck and hello to ready set manifest visit the inspiredcoach.com and join the next ready set manifest telegathering you're not lost you're getting ready visit the inspiredcoach.com 
Hi, my name's Brian Barton. For 31 years, I was a professional pilot, and I lost my career to my obesity. I found the Take Shape for Life program, and in the last 18 months, I've lost 197 pounds. I know what it feels like to be desperate, and I also know what it feels like to succeed. That's 197 pounds of weight loss success with the Take Shape for Life program. Lose the weight and rediscover life. Visit simpletolose.com to learn more. Results will vary. Consult a physician before beginning weight loss program. Call or go online for complete program and discount details. How would you like increased health and vitality? Would you like relief from acute or chronic health issues? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? Would you like relief from allergy, weight, and digestive issues? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural technique. Whether you seek relief from health issues or desire to live at your optimum health and vitality, contact reflex analysis is a profound method which detects imbalances at a subclinical level, restoring health issues before they arise while increasing vitality and longevity. Discover CRA. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Every day we're moving toward wellness or away from wellness. I'd like to be your partner in achieving your optimal health and well-being. Contact me now at maryjanemack.com or call 425-392-0659 Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Now is the perfect time to learn Tai Chi and Qi Gong. These ancient Chinese healing arts, also called mind-body practice, are simple to learn, clinically proven to be effective, and can be practiced by anyone, anywhere, at any time. For 10 years, the Institute of Integral Qi Gong and Tai Chi has been a respected leader in mind-body practice training. Visit IIQTC.org. Empower yourself, empower others. Visit IIQTC.org for more information on my body practice. IIQTC.org. E-Cloth, the only cleaning solution you'll ever need. E-Cloth's fiber function does the cleaning, not a chemical reaction. Also, no paper towels or chemicals to buy, so you'll save lots of money. And E-Cloths are guaranteed to thoroughly clean for years. The whole time safer for you, your family, the environment, and saving you lots of money. As a Dr. Pat Show listener, get 20% off everything you order and free shipping. Go to ecloth.com and when checking out, enter Dr. Pat. You'll never go back to cleaning any other way. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. For more information about us, go to drpatlive.com, drpatlive.com. For more information about my guest, Dr. Pat Webster, you can go to winningatlovebook.com. I believe that's the website, winningatlovebook.com. Last time we had Dr. Pat on, we talked about the alpha male. Today we're talking about uh, alpha, alpha and beta females and what that means. And, you know, we were sharing some interesting stories about my aunt and uncle but i think this is a little bit um you know pat i think this is a little bit more confusing for women i know i've been confused about myself yeah so to speak and i made a comment to you earlier uh which was i used to be more i I think i used to be alpha and and i'm Mm -hmm. less alpha now and i really do believe that because there were things that i was willing to do especially Mm -hmm. career-wise yeah kind of you know in in my in my job 
to reach a high level in the corporation that I wouldn't even think of doing now. Yeah. It's not that important to me. And I don't know, you know, what that means. But there are challenges that, that people have right now uh, in relationships and in the workplace. Yeah. And Valerie's joining us here today. Valerie and Benny are the uh, producers for the show. And so, you know, we talked to Benny a bit uh, last time about uh, alpha male. And you asked that question, would you be willing Would you be willing to kill? Please, uh, Dr. Pat, ask that question again for Valerie. The, 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 dividing, the dividing line for an alpha versus a beta is if you ask an alpha, would you be willing to kill in order to protect yourself or somebody that you love? The answer is yes for an alpha, and we think it's probably genetically embedded. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There I you go. I would love to blame my uncle for that. <laughs> you, you what? I would love to blame my uncle and my dad for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, we were talking, Doctor Pat, about during the break about how it can be confusing. Like yes. you had talked about how you know traditionally we can stereotype say. Women who stay home and run the household yes. as betas. But look at the stereotype of a mother bear. I know. You know. You know. And I'll bet you there are many uh, a homemaker there protecting her kids during the day that if somebody broke in and tried to harm those children, oh. she would be viciously at their throats or wherever she needed oh. to be. Oh, my you know? gosh. Linda, yeah. my best friend, Linda, her mom, right? Mm-hmm. She tells this story, They, you know, living in New Jersey, and they, mm-hmm. you know, lived in a you know, rural community in New Jersey, heard footsteps outside, and so mm-hmm. Joan went and got the saber swords mm-hmm. off of <laughs> right. the fireplace. Uh, she, You know, they had these ornamental, you know yes. what I'm saying, saber right. things that you put up right. there, and they're like crossing each other. Mm-hmm. She grabs the sabers off, pulls them out of the case, and goes outside. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So, you know, what people do can be um, Mm. confusing and, you know, particularly post the feminist movement where women are choosing or sometimes men choosing to stay home and take care of the children. But that by no means means that they're Mm. a beta. How would you categorize yourself? Well, do you think, yeah, I would say I was a beta coming into this, but after that question, Dr. Pat, mm-hmm. I guess Dr. Dr. Pat, Pat number two, yes. <laughs> Patricia, <laughs> um, after you asked that question, I, my first thought was who, who out there would say no? <laughs> there, I love that because before you came on, while you were still in the meeting, uh-huh. that's exactly what, that's such a beautiful example because when I do speaking engagements or workshops and I give that definition, most of the people in the room are alpha and they say just what you said. Who wouldn't? I but don't know. the betas in the room will go, ooh, I don't know if I could do that. Oh, uh, well, you know, maybe the really? Dalai Lama. Yeah. You know, maybe, I mean, you know, we, right? Maybe. I mean, yeah, maybe. Well, actually, I don't know. Actually, there are many Buddhist stories because. I remember years ago, I went on this Buddhist retreat, and I took these Buddhist vows, and it was like, I'll do no harm to anybody, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then I watched that movie with Merle Streep. Do you remember that movie, River Wild? Oh, yes. And yeah. remember when she has the gun, and she has her kids behind her, and yes. her hands shaking, and she's pointing that gun at yeah. the killer, yeah. and he's looking at her with all the charm yeah. in his eyes, walking toward her. And I'm sitting there, 
Two weeks after taking Buddhist vows that I would not hurt another living thing, going, kill, kill him, <laughs> pull the trigger. <laughs> and um, and um, so, and I actually called the Buddhist teacher, and he and um, he told me that actually there were um, the, some of the Buddhist monks when they were getting the Dalai Lama out of Tibet safely had to re-examine and ask mm. if they would be willing to kill for the purpose of shepherding this high spiritual leader out of Tibet. So maybe not even the Dalai Lama. Oh, wow, that's interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. Uh, you know, uh, Valerie, for you, when you think about sort of, uh, you know, and, and and the reason Valerie is here is because, I don't know, why, we've got like phones ringing crazy. Because, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, we're different generations, she and I. And mm-hmm. it's and it's an interesting conversation because I remember how we talked about uh, being strong and powerful. And I want to understand the difference between powerful, as you talk about, power land and love land. And so a lot of times we say power land is men, that would be Benny. Love land is women, that would be Valerie. And, you know, the, you know what I'm trying to say? It is really hard to even do a workshop, if you know what I mean, with women and, 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 and use the word power. And so I wanted to understand this a little bit more and how this plays into relationships. Meaning, do I have to give my power up to be in a relationship? Valerie, you well, know what I'm talking about? Yeah, exactly. And, and you, Patricia, you said earlier that, you know, we can, this, we could put, bring this back to genetics, but yeah. being two different, we're different generations, me and Pat, yeah. Yeah. you know, I, I was raised by a baby boomer and, mm-hmm. and my family was completely different than the way my parents were raised. Yeah. I mean, they stepped over the line and said, no, we're not doing this. My, both my parents worked. They both had a responsibility. They shared, you know, and I was raised to be, you know, this strong woman that don't, don't go look for a rich man and just make babies. You know, yeah. that's not the, that's not how I was raised, but that's how my mom was raised. Yes. yes. And she stepped out of that. And I, you know, times are changing. So I, I think, I mean, are we having a, uh, a headbutt now? Yeah, that's a great question. Alphas and alphas in the household. I, I mean, isn't that a that good is question? A, boy, that is an incredibly fantastic question. And a lot of complexities come up to address that. I want to first get back to something you said, Dr. Pat. Okay. Where you said, you know, you used to be more alpha in the workplace. I feel like I used to be more alpha growing up. I really did. And I think that with age and socialization (laughs) and clarification of values comes, you know, you've chosen a way where you don't have to kill people off in the business world in order to succeed. But... You are quite capable of succeeding, and you are at the top of your field in many ways. So one of the things that that I really want to stress is that when people, when alphas get into uh, their homes and do the things that we talk about in the book to refuse to live in power land at home, um, what what many alphas get frightened of is, oh, I'm going to turn into a wimp. And what we know, and this is true neurologically, is that all of our maps that allow us to function in power land, which is in the world out there if we need to and in the ways we choose to, just as you have, are still in place. We're just making a new map for how to function in our homes in a loving way where we never go to power land. I love Um, that. We're making a new map. 
We're making yeah. a new map. Yeah. And, you know, that, and that's Valerie and that's Benny and that's all of us are trying to figure this out. Right. I, I mean, I think most of us that are, well, I don't know, I don't want to generalize, but people of my generation, mm-hmm. we've been through so many of those. What did you get? Headbutt? Headbutt. Headbutt yeah, we've been through the headbutting thing, but not just about relationships in love, uh, Dr. Pat, but mm-hmm. about relationships in work, mm-hmm. oh, relationships yeah. in general. Yeah. I mean, you, t- I have wounds on my body from mm-hmm. really coming up and fighting for what I believed yeah. in in the corporate world. And yeah. the good news, I think, is that I had to walk away. Mm-hmm. from the job because I just couldn't take it to that next level that right. didn't suit me. And I, uh, to this day, I don't really understood what happened to me, what came over me. I think I was possessed. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, honestly, I went from alpha to beta within, you know, like a three-month period. I mean, it was just really strange event in my life. I don't think you're a beta, and I don't think you went from alpha to beta. <laughs> but can I have I a beta moment? <laughs> I don't think I, she's yeah, a beta. I think you're an alpha who, you know, one of the hallmarks of alphas also, and this is alpha, can be alphas or betas, but, uh, but for many well-socialized alphas, there's a high level of integrity. And good for you, you got down to what was one of your basic values, which is, you know, if somebody threatened my child and if push come to shove and I tried everything else, yes, I would hurt them to protect my child. But I don't have to go about my work world every day doing that and I'll choose another way to succeed out in the world that that feeds me better. So oh. it's not it's not like you feed my soul better. Uh-huh. So I don't think it's like you've laid down your alpha, you know. <laughs> I think you've just clarified your values and and are exercising it in a way where you don't have to kill as much. Yeah, that's right. It's play. like that movie The Mask. Put that mm-hmm. mask on. Right. right. Well, I want to get back to your question about generational. Why don't you hold that? Because I want to get back to that when we come back from break. Uh, You know, I want to see if there is a generational question or comment or things to talk about. And I want to know how generational differences in relationships hold out. And maybe we should use Demi Moore for an example. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. For pet parents who value quality natural nutrition, Wellness Natural Food for Dogs and Cats offers an ideal nutritional balance of carefully chosen, authentic ingredients in every recipe. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose, and you can trust the quality of all the ingredients in wellness from their source to your pet's bowl. To learn more about the difference Wellness Pet Food can make and to locate a pet specialty retailer near you, go to wellnesspetfood.com. That's wellnesspetfood.com. Wellness Natural Food for Pets. This is where true wellness begins. Unlock your divine power and become the true master of your life with visionary clairvoyant Terry O'Connor every Monday at 10 a.m. on the Dr. Pat Show. Using her extraordinary connection with spirit, Terry can energetically view your true inner blueprint and guide you to your soul's highest purpose. Explore your personal connection to your authentic self and let your spirit soar as it was truly meant to. That's the Carrie O'Connor Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern, on the Dr. Pat Show. Are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects? Are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain? Well, I'm Lou Paradise. I had the same problems you have. Cured my pain, eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing Topperson Pain Relief and Healing Cream. Topperson relieves pain without side effects. It doesn't burn, it doesn't smell, and it doesn't stain. But don't just take my word for it. Doctors, pharmacists, and pain specialists are using and recommending Topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you. 
We know you're hurt. We want to help. We're so sure Topperson will work for you. We offer a money back guarantee. So if you want pain relief with no side effects, ask for Topperson or call 1-800-959-1007. That's 1-800-959-1007. Topperson, the last pain medicine you'll ever need. And you can sleep on that. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Invest in your life. Indigo Fusion Spa and Gallery. Offering regular meditation classes, spiritually conscious art, holistic healing services, and classes in spiritual development and holistic wellness. This unique spa is located in Seattle's University District. For more information, visit us online at www.indigofusionsg.com. That's indigofusionsg.com. talking boomer music aren't we thank you got a little david bowie uh not gonna really date myself but i remember when he was like the ziggy david bowie ziggy movies like the blob Steel. and what was the other one you no, said actually the blob was later so crawling eye everybody go look it up find out the date of the oh, crawling eye wow. i'm going to do that right now uh but i think i was watching reruns i'm just going to say that Whatever. just going to say you that right now oh man watch <laughs> <laughs> the alpha males and females showing up now uh dr pat webster joining us here today winning at love um is the uh, is the name of her book you can find uh, more information at winning at love uh oh <laughs> get eric in on the conversation winning at love book.com the crawling eye 1958 oh, damn. <laughs> that's not bad so it wasn't a rerun it's not that bad yeah so here's here's my life catholic boarding school at seven the crawling eye at eight Yay! uh dr pat thank you for joining us and i know we were going to get to a question that you had for both valerie and benny and yeah. so um l- let's get to that because the generational question is really kind of fascinating isn't it yeah well what i was going to ask you is it, since you are of the post-boomer, the generation after the baby boomer generation, um, do you, in your personal relationships, find yourself butting heads? Do you have alpha partners, and do you find yourself butting heads? Absolutely, for yes. me. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that confirms what my perception is of the younger generation. Here, Ben. Now out in the that's in for you, dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that is people of mine and Dr. Pat's um, generation, because we were we we experienced a lot of abuse and discrimination yeah. at the hands of powerful men, as secondary to our gender. We, you know, it's like it's like Dr. Pat was saying. We sometimes can step around the word power. Ooh, I don't like that. That's what they had. But what we paved the way for was for your generation, um, and I'll talk to Val since she's a woman, 
was to say, okay, let me go, no holds barred. And Mm -hmm. there's not the same aversion to using some of the power. And I think, unfortunately, um, that that many women in the next generation, the post-boomer generation, uh, have adopted a lot of the male power, you know, zoom, zoom, uh, and sometimes abusiveness. And then take that back into their into their home life. You know, the the it, before feminism, I think that women were more second class citizens. Then with feminism, women came out and said, "Well, they they started doing the well my way or the highway, bub." Mm-hmm. And and you know, I think that the the new era of really being willing to be relationally attuned. With both gen- on the part of both gender, is mm-hmm. just the tip of the iceberg, and that's why I feel like the book is important. Exactly, the book is important. I just handed my book to Benny, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah, because I, I brought it in so that he could he could have it. Cover it. We talked cover. about <laughs> we talked about it. But so let me ask you about this because I did hand him the book. Do you suggest he read the book with his girlfriend? H- how do you how do you want men and women to work with the book? Well, I yeah, I mean, I think. Um, either to to read it separately and then talk about it, or read it together. Oh. The book also has exercises in it. <laughs> I know. Sorry, Pat. Sorry, Pat. Then he just opened then the just book opened in the, the book. chapter that when to see Your a therapist. therapist. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that one that was the, the one that tops that one is. Um, how to choose a mate, or how can I find somebody who'll do these weird, strange things with me? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what oh, chapter boy, is that? That's a good I didn't one. Get to that right <laughs> well, and you know, um, my um, current, my my the person with whom I'm now in a partnership, uh-huh. Jay, um, he and his late wife, who was one of my best friends, mm-hmm. were one of the pre were were pre readers for the group oh. for the book several oh. years ago. So he'd read the book and kind of gave input, gosh, must have been four years ago before his wife died. And um, when we when we got into a relationship, I handed him the book and mm-hmm. I said, I would really like for you to read this again now as my partner, because this is my roadmap. And if there, you know, if there are things that you don't agree with, then let's talk about it. But I, I want to really get on the same page about how we're going to handle conflicts and how we're going to handle disconnects when they come up in their relationship. So he did. He read it from cover to cover. And mm. um, so, you know, I think for either partner to read it and ask their mate if they would read it. And, you know, for you, Benny, you can tell your your, your girlfriend that it's written for women as well. Um uh, you know, and say, what do you think? Could we adopt some of these things? Um, and wow. what things That's... do you feel like wouldn't work for us? I so have extra was, copies yeah. for you. I'll okay, I'll take for one. You. That's yeah. great. Um, I, I have a copy for, for Valerie. Uh, I want to talk about, and we only have a few minutes left, but I, I would be really just disappointed if I didn't bring up the big C word, and that's commitment. Because we're hearing a lot about commitment, lack of commitment, and, you know, people don't even say the big commitment word. Um, and, by the way, marriage is short-term anyway. Some people believe that once the economy get, gets better, we'll have the highest divorce rate that we've ever had. But I want to talk about the word commitment, and if there is a relationship, between alpha, beta, or just not? 
and commitment. Yeah, I mean, I, really, I mean, the commitment to me seems to transcend whether you're alpha or beta, or am I wrong about that? Well, alphas are more capable of ambivalence about commitment because, remember, an alpha's default place is about survival. And so until examined, we alphas are quite capable of hedging our bets. You know, <laughs> this might be uh, I had a friend, and she married this man who was older than she, and she wanted it, and she was an alpha, and she decided she would make a list in case something happened to him prematurely of men she might like to be interested, you know, want, want to be interested in after his death. You know, so that's a holding back from commitment. Or um, somebody who's having an affair on the sly. Alphas are much, because, again, their default mechanism is about survival, uh, they're, they're, they're usually much more ambivalent about commitment. And, and they've, we've got that inner warrior that says, mm-hmm. hey, mm-hmm. hey, watch it, head your bets. You don't know what you're getting into. Don't give it all away. Mm-hmm. You know. So I would say that alphas do have more difficulty with commitment. Wow. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Any final words from you, Miss Valerie or Mr. Benny? You guys good? Well, no, I wanted to ask one more question. I know we're running out of time, but you, I, I want to know just yes or no. And Pat, like, um, do you think when we're talking about generations, do you think that since, you know, my parents, the baby boomers raised women more to be have alpha traits, maybe the men of my generation haven't caught up to that yet? Absolutely. Okay, good. Absolutely. <laughs> that settles a lot. That settles it. Betty, there you go. Uh, that's it. That settles it. Comment from you, Mr. B? Uh, I'm, I'm great. I'm just going to I'm gonna take this book and read it. I think it's a good book. <laughs> Very I think good. it works for, well, especially me and my girlfriend, where we have, our birthdays are on the same day. Wow. Okay, just different years. But we both have a lot of traits, and we do, we have our times where we do butt heads, but it's extremely healthy, though. I mean, I don't know. I like it. It's good times. Good for you. Yeah. Well, yeah. alphas, alphas who learn how to contain their alpha natures at home, they often seek each other out because there's a high energy level, and you can meet each other. You know, you can meet each other at the bar. Alphas don't like to hang out with wimps. You know, weenie. Yeah, there we go. Wow. Thank you, Dr. Pat. Thank you so much for joining us here today. It's Um, been a pleasure. It's great. Thank you, Benny and Valerie, for joining in on the show, because I really did want to get their perspective on this as Mm -hmm. well. Uh, And let's give everybody the website again for for you for the book um, so that they can get their own copy. All right, that's winningatlovebook.com, and there's in, more information about alphas and about uh, myself and my co-author, uh, Marty Groder, and it's also orderable through Amazon. Thank you. What a great show. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you. Lots to think about um, and much more. There's a lot to learn because what, what I've discovered from the book is that this is really about learning. And once we do learn uh, some of the things that you talk about, it really can change the way that we're not only in re- relationship, but the way that we love. Thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. What another great show conversation. Thank you, Benny. Thank you, Valerie. We'll see you next time on the Dr. Pat Show.